Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. We join Alan J. Huth as he shares Bible passages and comments from over 30 years of his personal Bible reading journals. Today we are in Revelation 19. We've been spending a lot of time in the last few chapters on earth. We're going to go back to heaven in this chapter with Dr. Michael Elliott, our guest reader, former chairman of the board of the Ezra Project and pastor at Regency Christian Center in Parker, Colorado. Revelation 19. Revelation chapter 19. After this, I heard what seemed to be a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, and for His judgments are true and just. For He has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her the blood of His servants. Once more they cried out, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God who was seated on the throne, saying, Amen, Hallelujah. And from the throne came a voice, saying, Praise our God, all you servants who fear Him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be like the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, like the sound of mighty peals of thunder, crying out, Hallelujah. For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give Him the glory. For the marriage of the Lamb has come and His bride has made herself ready. It was granted to her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure. For the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. The angel said to me, write this. Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. And I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said to me, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven open to behold a white horse, the one sitting on it called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems. He has a name written that no one knows but himself. He's clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God." And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on white horses. And from his mouth comes a sharp sword with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of the fury of the wrath of God the Almighty. And on his robe and on his thigh he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and with a loud voice he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead, Come, gather for the great supper of God to eat the flesh of the kings, and the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast And the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him who was sitting on the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured. With it the false prophet who is in the presence had done the signs which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped its image. 
These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur, and the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse, and all the birds were gorged with their flesh. In 1995, after reading Revelation 19, I wrote in my personal Bible reading journal, Worship God, not angels. And he is clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Other names, faithful and true, a name written upon him which no one knows except himself, and also King of kings and Lord of lords. In 2008, after reading Revelation 19, I wrote in my journal, After Babylon has fallen, the earth has been judged. God's wrath has been poured out. The heavens break out in praise. They are not saddened by God's judgment upon the earth because his judgments are true and righteous. There will be no more saved, so the marriage supper of the Lamb can take place. John sees Jesus. He is clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. He is also called Faithful and True, and King of Kings and Lord of Lords. The beast and false prophets gather for war, but there is no contest. Some angel throws them into the lake of fire because Jesus already won the victory at the cross. Jesus first came to bring forgiveness to all who would accept it. His second coming, he brings judgment to all who would not accept forgiveness. And in 2013, I read Revelation 19 in two parts on two different days, the first 10 verses on the first day and the rest of the chapter on the second day. So I'll read my journal entries for both days. The first, hallelujah, only used in the New Testament here in this chapter. It means praise Yahweh. Then I wrote, God's judgments are true and just, according to verse 2. No one will be judged or punished undeservedly. I continue to write, Once the great prostitute is gone, there is a great praise in heaven. No question, God reigns. After the great prostitute is gone, the marriage of the Lamb can take place. And blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. I expect an invitation. The next day I wrote concerning the rest of the verses of the chapter, John again sees heaven opened. Names of Jesus, faithful and true, the Word of God, King of kings and Lord of lords. There are armies in heaven, according to verse 14. I continue to write, Different than the marriage supper of the Lamb is the great supper of God, where birds are going to eat the flesh of kings and mankind, according to verse 17 and 18. I continue to write, The beast has gathered what was left on the earth to fight against God. The beast and the false prophet are captured in this final battle and disposed to the lake of fire. Great evil and deception will be around until the very end of time. Thus ends my journal entries. How many times have you uttered the word hallelujah? Did you realize it was only used one time in the New Testament and that is in this chapter? Yes, it's used in the Old Testament, particularly in Psalms a few times, but amazingly only used in the New Testament here in Revelation 19. I find myself uttering the word hallelujah or alleluia often in my life as I think about the awesomeness of God. This chapter reminds us of that in verses 1 and 2. Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for His judgments are true and just. And remember in one of my journal entries I said, there's no weeping or crying in heaven as God judges the earth, because it's just and true. 
because of that, verse 4 says, Praise our God, all you his servants, you who fear him, small and great. Verse 6 continues the chorus of praise. Hallelujah, for the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exalt and give him the glory. That verse goes on to say, The marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. In my Bible, the L in Lamb is capitalized. It means Jesus. Then his bride is capitalized, and that's the church. So the marriage is between Jesus and his church. Verse 9 says, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And I wrote in one of my journals, I expect an invitation. I hope you do too. I hope you are part of the bride of Christ. I hope you're part of the church. I hope you've given your heart to Jesus so you can enjoy the marriage supper of the Lamb. Next, we see a couple of names of God. And there are so many various names in Scripture for God, for Jesus. But look at these names as Jesus is described. Faithful and true in verse 11. Verse 13, he is clothed in a robe dipped in blood. And the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And then lastly, in verse 16, on his robe and on his thigh, he has a name written, King of Kings and Lord of Lords. That makes me, and hopefully you, want to shout with the angels in heaven, Hallelujah! Hallelujah! The chapter ends with the consummation of that final battle. And it's really no contest at all, is it? Verse 20, And the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet, who was in his presence, had done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast, and those who worshipped its image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. And the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse, and all the birds were gorged with their flesh. It's over. The beast and the false prophet are just thrown into the lake of fire. There's no big contest here. There's no Jesus battling with them. No, I said an angel. Some angel just throws them into the lake of fire. We'll see that in the next chapter, Revelation 20. So what's our application from Revelation 19? Well, several times in Revelation, we have had the chance to pause and just praise the Lord, to shout the hallelujah, to worship God. Chapter 19 gives us another chance to join those in heaven and do just that. Why? Because salvation and glory and power belong to our God. Why? Because the Lord our God, the Almighty, reigns. Why? Because His name is faithful and true. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and He is called the Word of God, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, we pause. Like we've seen heaven pause a few times in this book, we pause. Maybe we just pause right now and utter the word, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. King of kings and Lord of lords, faithful and true, the word of God. Today, we take a moment to pause and worship you. Hallelujah. Amen.